Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Save the Lord. right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob, who has asked me to do the radio show today. So that's what that's what's happening today. I'm, I'm filling in for Pastor Bob. And we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson. And um, if you've never been to the New Life Pentecostal Church, we're located at the Old Elks Building. We would love to have you come to church. And um, like I said, this is the Tell It Like It Is show and uh, we, you know, we really don't try to sugarcoat the gospel. You know, if you would have been in church today, sometimes things are even hard sometimes. But you know what? I, I love going to a church where I hear the truth. I, I love going to a church where the truth is preached. And um, hopefully with the help of God, that's what I will attempt to do tonight, to um, preach the truth, the truth of the word of God. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can... Text me tonight. Uh, let me know that you're listening. 701-290-6259 is uh, my number. You can give me a text. If you have a comment and uh, you want to you wanna share it with me, you can, you can go ahead and give me a comment. 
at 290-6259. If you have a deep theological question, text that to Pastor Bob. His number is 701-290-7862. But um, we already have some people listening tonight. Brother Johnson, um, Arizona, he's listening. And um, good to have him. And probably should have him be speaking tonight. But uh, I guess you guys will put up with me. But we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 37. And this is uh, probably one of the most preached uh, passages of scriptures out there, I would think. Ezekiel chapter 37. Many, many songs have been written about these this passage of scripture. And um, I don't have a lot of new insight for you. Actually, the, you know, you think you know a story and then you get studying it. And the more you study, the deeper it gets. And you're like, boy, I, I think I'm just going to stick with the basic story. And um, so we're going to keep it pretty basic here tonight. But Ezekiel chapter 37, I'm going to start reading in verse 1. And um, this is the story of Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones. And the, verse 1, the Bible says, And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. So, I think to get a get a little better understanding of this vision that God is giving Ezekiel, we have to realize that um, Ezekiel's living in the same time period as as. Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where they're they're taken captive out of out of their homeland. These young men are taken captive. Their families are killed. You know, their their lives, their futures are destroyed, and um, they're taken captive out of their homeland. And, and we know many of the captains, um, or the captives rather, uh, many of them were uh, were even made eunuchs um, we i don't know that we know for sure about ezekiel but i mean that just just harsh thing you know unfair things happened to these young men and the lord's showing ezekiel this vision and he takes them to a to a desolate place the lord carries carries ezekiel out in the spirit of the lord and he brought him to this valley that was full of dry bones not just dinosaur bones but they were they were human bones like a like a whole like a massacre of some sort and and he caused and he he caused me to go about the this field and where all these bones were it says and they were very dry this is a place of desolation uh, a place of solitude um you know that later on we find that some of these bones it seemed like it was a it was an army at one time that it it alluded to like there might have been a great failure and maybe there was regret on on um, and i'm just trying to think of how ezekiel is thinking when he's seeing this vision of like why were these bones here what's the point why why do i see all these bones what did they represent well they represented possible regret they represented hopelessness. Like these bones were very dry. There was no hope for this army that once was. Um, there was no hope for them. It was, it, it was, it, it was final. And um, you know, there there is something that is just serious about it. You know, and, and it should be when you kind of, you know, like you go into, uh, you know, you don't necessarily go to a cemetery to have a birthday party. You know, you um, now I, I ha- do know people that go to cemeteries that uh, have a picnic in the cemetery. Well, that's, I mean, do what you want, but uh, I think they're kind of creepy. But, uh, you know, when you go into a cemetery, it's a place of respect. It's a place where you think back to, to what was. A place where you, you, like, we don't see the bones on the ground, um, you know, like Ezekiel was seen, but, you know, it was a place that you, you look back and, these headstones, they represented somebody's life. They represented who they were. All the toil, all the challenges that they faced, these these headstones, they represented their life. You know, a, a battlefield. I mean, you go to, um, you know, like some of the war memorials. Or, you know, there's a, there's a seriousness about that. And this is the kind of place that the Lord was showing Ezekiel. 
he brought them to this valley of dry bones, this valley where there was a lot of people's hopes, a lot of people's dreams were, were um, in the past, and that all their dreams ended in this valley of dry bones. You know, I even, you go through the countryside and you find an old abandoned farmstead or homestead, um, you just wonder, you know, th- that was somebody's dream. That was somebody's dream. They put all, I mean, they put all their efforts into that. And you find remnants of these old uh, old homesteads. Even we ranch north of Medora, and uh, we have at least five different old homesteads on our ranch. You know, where people struggled and they toiled. And, you know, you can find a little bit. Sometimes you'll find a little bit of a plow somewhere along the line. There's one place where there's a little root cellar where you we can find a root cellar. You find a spring that somebody hand-developed. And it was their hopes. It was their dreams. But now there's nothing there. It's just a valley of dry bones. And this is the kind of place that God was bringing Ezekiel to. To think of the things that were in the past. And to think of what could have been. You know, when you start thinking of what could have been, this relates to us because... Um, as humans, sometimes we look back into the past and we think of what could have been. You know, what could have I, what could have I done in my life? What could have I accomplished? And, and you look back and, you know, you even see, like, some of the evilness, evils of the world. Like, you get, um, well, take Adolf Hitler, for example. You get Adolf Hitler, you know, he, at one time, there was innocence to him. At one time... There was a mother that was happy to see him born. You know, there was, there was somebody that was happy to see him cry. You know, because there was innocence way back at the beginning. But the things that followed were just shambles. But they, they, there's, a, there's a going back, of looking back. Um, looking back at the good times. Looking back at... And this is what God is showing Ezekiel, I believe, is he's bringing them to this valley of dry bones that all of their hopes all of their dreams have now passed whatever their goals were he didn't tell Ezekiel what the what the story was behind this this valley of dry bones but I gotta wonder if Ezekiel was wondering why is there a valley of all these dry bones what happened here what happened here you know we have the um the little, the Battle of the Little Bighorn. I went and visited that a few years ago, standing up on the, on where uh, Custer's last stand was, and the, in the, on the Battle of the Little Bighorn, and, and you hear the story of how, you know, that the several Indian nations were gathered together, and and um, Colonel Custer, his, kind of his right hand scout, uh, I think his name was Bloody Knife. He he said, Colonel Custer, there's. There's more Indians down in those villages than you have bullets. You know? And as you're standing there, you, you try to imagine seeing thousands and thousands, thousands of Indians swarming and, and coming against you in this battle. And you just wonder, what happened? What happened there? And you know, of course, we have some written history of that battle. But Ezekiel didn't have that battle. And he's thinking, what happened? And sometimes we find ourselves, or personally, we find ourselves in a valley of dry bones where everything in our life has come crashing down. And sometimes we find ourselves where we're struggling with anxiety, depression. Um, you know, there's, it just seems hopeless. You're struggling and, you're, and you think, is there any way out? Like, these bones are very dry. There's no way out of this. Like, I, I don't see any hope. You know, with depression, you know, they, they say that the, you get into a tunnel where you don't even see light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, you know, I, I guess I have never been in severe depression before in my life. But what a terrible place to be. A valley of dry bones. And possibly there's somebody listening tonight that's going through depression and you're in a valley of dry bones tonight. Maybe you're in a valley of regret of what you could have done, what you could have accomplished. You know, uh, I think that's, that leads to a lot of 
least with men, having a midlife crisis. You know, they, they wished they were a better, uh, better at sports when they were young. Oh, I just wish I could have relived that. Or I wish I wouldn't have uh, broke my ankle when I was in high school and I could have got that scholarship. And, and, and the people live in a valley of dry bones through regret. And they try to overcome it with a midlife crisis or, or some of these types of things. But people get trapped in a valley and it seems hopeless. It seems endless. There, there's no way out. There's no fixing it. Addiction is like that. You know, um, people get trapped in addiction. And, and to somebody that has never had a chemical addiction, you know, <laughs> I'd say, well, just knock it off. Just quit. It's not that easy, I don't believe. Because you get trapped in a valley of dry bones where you need it. You don't even want it eventually. You get to a point where drugs and alcohol, they're not even fun anymore. And if you still think they're fun, and uh, you, you think that this church is crazy about tra- uh, preaching against drinking and drugs, which I would like to remind you that alcohol is a drug. And so if you say, I, I may drink, but at least I don't do drugs, well, that's, that's, uh, I don't see any difference with that, and I don't think God does either. But you can, uh, you can find yourself addicted where there's just no way out. There's no, there's no hope. There's no life. And uh, if, if you haven't got to that point, um, you will if you keep down that track where, where there's just no hope. You can get addicted to pornography or video games. or There's so many, so many things that you can get addicted to that it leaves you empty. It leaves you wishing that you, that you could have some fulfillment in life, but there's no way out. We can find ourselves in the valley of dry bones. This is the place where the Lord was showing Ezekiel that there was a valley of dry bones. You know, you can find yourself in a toxic relationship. You know, the, these relationships, you know, the um, marital relationships and, and um, different, mostly marital relationships where people just think, you know, it's easier just to end it. It's easier just to end it, you know, and, and to relieve ourselves from this toxic relationship. You know, and it seems like like, you don't feel like trying. The other party doesn't feel like trying. It just seems like a valley of dry bones. A valley of dry bones that, that there's just no hope. There's just no hope. And uh, there's, a, there's, there's a, a valley that we can get into sometimes that I think that the Lord was showing to Ezekiel. There was a valley that... that uh, you know, there's things that are passed down. I know my dad spoke about it here a few weeks ago about f- familiar spirits, about things that are passed down generation to generation. Um, they're passed down, you know, from, you know, your your grandfather had an anger problem, problem. your father had an anger problem, and now you have an anger problem, or um, whatever the case may be, or, you know, you're, uh, you're Irish, and so you have to drink because you're Irish. You know, these uh, familiar spirits or these family traits that are passed down, you know, you can find yourself in a place of hopelessness, a place where ah, I just can't change. This is what it is. It's that all the hopes and all the dreams are gone. This valley that was a great army at one time, all that is left is dry bones, very dry bones. You know, and that's one of the problems where people get met, messed up. And it's unfortunate. They get messed up with, uh, with their sexual identities. Um, the, uh, I think we're having a little bit of technical difficulties right now. Phones are messed up. Um. Well, this is the Tell Like It Is show. Um, this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for Pastor Bob, and uh, we will be right back. 
Tell it like it is radio show. This is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons, who's um, out today. And, and we, I think we were having a little bit of technical difficulties. We must have not had a button pushed down right. And it sounded like it was working on online on Holy Ghost Radio, but maybe not so much on over the airwaves. And that's truthfully our goal, to, to reach this Dickinson area. And we're coming to you from KDIX uh, radio station. And uh, we have a bunch of people listening tonight. Um, some of the Hostetlers are listening. And Sister Bretts, we sure love Sister Bretts. And Brother Jones, he's one of my mentors. Um, I guess we're working on, on the radio now, too, so that's good. Um, we've got people all the way in Pennsylvania. Ben Yoder is listening. And uh, good to have you here listening to us. And, uh, and so good. <clears throat> you know, I'm talking about... These, these places that we can find ourselves, in the valley of dry bones. There's a, this a vision that God gave Ezekiel. that um, there was, He brought him to a place of what was. A place where there was no hope out. And, and I, was, I was getting into it. And I, you know, that's one of the problems that we face with people that, you know, have these sexual identity problems. As a society, we've been catering to this, which is very harmful to these people because they get trapped into a into an identity that many of them don't want to have for the rest of their life. You know the suicide rates of people that are uh, that have uh, sexual uh, realignment surgeries and and some of the stuff or they uh, they just there is. Uh, they get stuck into a valley, and they seem like there's there's no way out. It's a valley of dry bones, a place of despair. You know, we I just I looked it up on Google, so it's got to be true. But suicide is at a all all time high. Why is that? Because people, all they can see is the valley of dry bones. All they can see is um, is this valley of despair, this valley of of um, just, just things that aren't going good. Um, there's a. We find that that Ezekiel, he, uh, the Lord tells Ezekiel, he asks him the question. He said, Ezekiel, a son of man, can these bones live? Can these bones live? And and I answered. Ezekiel answered. He said. O Lord God, Thou knowest. You know, you get the picture. Ezekiel's at this place, at this graveyard, 
of a mass slaughter. And, and God asked him, can these bones live? Can, and uh, I think God, that's what God is asking. Can, can God pull you out of your circumstance that you're in right now? See, society a lot of times says no. Society says, you know what, you're depressed. So you know what, there's nothing that we can really do for your depression, but we can medicate you and make you feel like you're not depressed. You know, society says, you know, uh, you know, you you might have a lot of, you you might have addiction in your life. Um, you know, we can we can help with that, or we can, you know, maybe a lot of times they just incarcerate people. But there's really no answers to these problems, because they they say when they say, "Can these bones live?" Society says no, but God knows. Psychology a lot of times says. No. Psychology says, you know, if you were in this, if you were in the, um, if, if your parents were this way, if your grandparents were this way, or however it is, if you were like this, the chances are you would be like that. But society says that. But what does God say? God knows. Ezekiel said, God, you know. In verse 4, it says, And he said unto me, Prophesy. To these bones could you imagine you're a preacher and uh now i i know there's all the preachers listening maybe you felt like you you've prophesied to these bones a lot on a wednesday night you're preaching and nobody's responding and you're like man are these just a bunch of dead bones you know but that's now i'm sure that doesn't happen too often but you, you he said prophesy to these bones they're just old bones, old, nothing is there, not, no hope. He said, prophesy to these bones. Now, if I was Ezekiel and I heard this, I'd be like, what do you say? What do you say to dry bones? How do you prophesy to dry bones? What do you say to them? This is hopeless. This is hopeless. And, um, you know, the, we, we for sure know, like, the counseling of this world it just doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. We can say what we want, but it, it does not work. But God said to prophesy unto these dry bones. What do you say to them? What do you, what do you say to them? Uh, you know, uh, well, well, dry bones, if you, uh, you know, if you uh, treat your neighbor right or, you know, try to do like a positive mental attitude or, or uh, you know, what do you say to dry bones? What do you say to somebody that has completely wrecked their life? What do you say to somebody that that has messed up so much that it doesn't seem like there's any hope? That has messed up so much. Maybe there's people out listening tonight and you feel like you've just messed up so much. <laughs> that you've just destroyed so much in your life that there's just, just no hope. Like, what what could we say to you? God said to prophesy to these bones. What do you say to them? Well, continuing in verse 4, God told them to say unto them, say to the dry bones, O ye dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. You know, there's power in the word of God. And you may think your, your situation is hopeless, you may think you're in complete despair. You may think that I don't even have any try left in me. But I, I'm telling you, hear the word of the Lord tonight. Hear the word of the Lord. Act, or Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the Bible says, For the word of God is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit and of, of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts in the intents of the heart. You need to hear the word of the Lord tonight. And um, when you start hearing the word of the Lord, something starts to happen. Verse 5 of Ezekiel chapter 37, Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. 
So I prophesied. Ezekiel said, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, and there was no, but there was no breath in them. See, when you start to hear the word of the Lord, things start happening. Things start to things start to change. Um, I got a little cough here tonight. Uh, this is the tell it like it is show. We are uh, we are right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And I'm Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons, who's not here tonight. And um, we would we are from the New Life Pentecostal Church, and we would love to have you visit our church. And if you think I'm putting plugs in for our church, the New Life Pentecostal Church, you are absolutely right. Uh, that's what I am doing. And um, we're going to have Abe play a little song. September afternoon he shut it down they tell me something happened some say he lost his mind now most September afternoons this is what you find an old man on the corner where he used to sell the shore Shouts what sounds like foolishness as the people come and go. Tonight I have a tickle in my throat, and um, I kind of surprised Abe that he wasn't expecting to play a song there. <clears throat> but I just couldn't talk anymore. My, I got a tickle in my throat, and I have to start like shaking these papers like Brother Rush Limbaugh or something. You know, like let's go through the stack of stuff here. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm not not quite like that. And and um, actually, I have a lot more important message than Rush Limbaugh that I have here tonight because. God is speaking to somebody that is in a point of despair. God is speaking to somebody that um, you don't think that there's any hope. 
you don't think that there's any hope. But he told Ezekiel to prophesy to the dry bones. And when Ezekiel started prophesying to the dry bones, the bones started coming together, bone to bone, and the and the, you know the tendons started snapping on, and the muscles started attaching, and skin started growing on to these dry bones. Something starts happening when you hear the word of the Lord. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible says, So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So maybe you find yourself tonight in a dead marriage. You know what? Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Hear the word of the Lord. God said, I hate divorce. He said, God said, husbands love your wives like Christ love the church. And and wives honor and respect your husbands. You know what? And I, hear the word of the Lord tonight. If you are if you are on the brink of divorce, you know what? God hates it, and it does not have to be that way. It is not the easy way out. Hear the word of the Lord. That's the word of the Lord tonight. He hates divorce. You know, maybe you find yourself tonight in a dead and dying church. You know what? That's not God's intention. Maybe you're in a church that's full of man-made doctrine and and ancient creeds and and um, just as watered down religion where nothing things that used to be wrong aren't wrong anymore where they used to preach against things then now they now everything's accepted <coughs> you know that it's it's time that we just need to hear the word of the lord and when you start listening to the word of the lord something starts to happen something starts to happen you know there's faith comes because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you're stuck in addictions tonight, let me just tell you, hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord, you know, he's, he, he said, uh, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. That's, that's what the Lord said. And hear the word of the Lord. Believe it. Because when you start to listen to the word of the Lord, he will pull you up. That spark of faith, that spark of faith is what we need to hear. And you know, Jesus, throughout his ministry, he, uh, he, he, uh, he kept back go, going back to saying, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Or he that hath ears to hear. And, you know, it's so amazing because they all had ears, but they weren't hearing. But he's wanting them to hear the word of the Lord. Mix that. Mix that with, you know, faith or belief, and that becomes faith. You know, we have the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11. You know, Lazarus was sick, and Jesus said, you know, I'm going to... He was on his way to visit Lazarus. He heard Lazarus was sick, and he said, you know what? I'm going to show these people something about the way I do things. And Lazarus, he ended up dying in it just seemed like Jesus was taking his jolly old time getting to his one of his best friends who was named Lazarus. And uh, by the time Jesus got to Martha and Mary's house where Lazarus had been dead for four days already, Jesus, it took him, it took him a long time to get there. And, uh, and he came there and he was, he was wanting to show this group of people that dead things... They don't just stay dead. That with God, anything is possible. And he went up to the tomb of Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, and he said, roll away the stone. And they said, well, Lord, he stinketh by now. He's been dead for four days. His body is starting to decay. And Jesus rolled away the, or had the stone rolled away, and he said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. And uh, you know what? When Jesus calls your name, when Jesus calls to you, dead things, they don't stay dead. And Abe's going to sing a song tonight. It's so good to have Abe in the studio. He's going to sing the song about just about that story of Lazarus.
family is all together, sisters are crying. Brother is gone and there's no coming back from dying. Just imagine the scene that day in Bethany. Someone said the healer's coming, Jesus arrives. Martha said if you'd been there, he'd still be alive. Lazarus was gone, four days behind the stone, but a brother can't stay down. When Jesus calls you out, when he cries out, rocks they stop rolling. When he's near, the hopeless start hoping. I am the resurrection, yeah, that's what he said. And when he speaks, dead things don't stay dead. all been bound by grave clothes, done our goodbye. Should have been shut down by the trouble, but I'm testifying that the devil is a liar. God's promise don't expire. As bad as it may get, oh, it's not over yet. When he cries out, rocks, they stop rolling. When he's near the hopeless, stop holding. I am the resurrection. Yeah, that's what he said And when he speaks Dead things don't stay dead They don't stay dead Your marriage, your family It's not over yet Your future, your story It's not over yet So don't stop your praying It's not over yet Hoping and waiting, it's not over yet. When he cries out, Foxy, stop rolling. When he's near, the hopeless are open. I am the resurrection. Yeah, that's what he said. I am the resurrection. Yeah, that's what he said. When he cries out, Roxy, stop rolling. When he's near, the hopeless start hoping. I am the resurrection. Yeah, that's what he said. When he speaks, dead things don't stay dead. They don't stay dead, no They don't stay, they don't stay dead. Amen. That was Abe Simons. That was my son. He's, I, I like that song. I, I tried to sing that song one time in church, and my dad, my dad said that I just did a terrible job, so I never sang it since. And, uh, but Abe, Abe does a good job at it. And I, Grandpa, Grandpa, I'm sure would um, be proud of him. However, his son, you know, it's just, just terrible. And I'm, Tonight, I hope my grandma's listening, because if she hears that, she's going to stick up for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Grandma. Um, tonight, we're talking about Ezekiel chapter 37. And, um, you know, Ezekiel found himself, the Lord showed him a valley of despair, a valley of solitude, a valley of regret. You know, uh, you know, but... It, he, God was showing Ezekiel, you know, there's, there's things that seem absolutely hopeless. But you know what? There is hope. There is hope when you hear the word of the Lord. There is hope when you hear the word of the Lord. This valley of dry bones, bones started coming together. And um, they, they, they start, you know, everything started falling into place. But we find it in, is interesting because... In verse 8, it ends with, but there was no breath in them. There was these corpses laying on the ground. They were dry bones. Things started coming together. They were hearing the word of the Lord, but there was still no breath in them. Um, that, that word for breath, that means, that means life or spirit. You know, there was, there, there was, there was no life or spirit in these 
in, in this army. And you know, in John chapter 4, it says, God is the Spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You know what? When you start hearing the word of the Lord, the, the unadulterated uh, word of God, you're starting to hear truth. And there's a lot of people that are presented with truth, and, and they hear it, and it does them good, and they start getting better, and, and things start working. But still, there's another side of this. That there were, they, these bones that were coming back together, there was no breath. There was no life. They had no spirit in them. See, it's God's intention to have you, to have your dead bones, to have them live, to have them full of life. Not just so things can get better, but so that, so that you can be full of life. John chapter 10, verse 10, it says that the thief cometh not, or the devil, you know, he cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. They might have it more abundantly. You know, there, there's a, there's, there's the, uh, God's intention is for you not just to be made whole, but is for you to have that fulfilling life to, for you to have life and um, we see in ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 9 that that god wasn't quite finished yet he said unto me prophesy unto the wind prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus saith the lord god come from the four winds O breath and breathe on these slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. You know, as he was prophesying to these, to these bones that started coming together, something happened. Something much like um, Acts chapter 2 happened, and there was a mighty wind, and it blew, and, and, and it started coming into these bones while he was preaching, while he was prophesying, just like in Acts chapter 10, verse 44, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word. You know what? You start hearing the word of God, and you start hearing about the power of the Holy Ghost. You know what? There's a, you can hear the word of God, but you still don't have the power to, to live up to that word. But, you know, as you continue to hear the word of God, Peter was preaching the word of God in Acts chapter 10, and the Holy Ghost fell right in the middle of his preaching. Tonight, it could be that right in the middle of these airwaves that the Holy Ghost could fall in your car, and you could receive the Holy Ghost, just like they did in Acts chapter 2. And, you know, it said that they, these bones in um, Ezekiel chapter 37, that they, they became an exceeding great army. This exceeding great army, Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, the Bible says that you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You'll, you'll receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This is what God's intention is for you. This is what God wants for you to have this power that you could, you could overcome sin. That the things that seem so hopeless in your life, that he wants to make you an exceeding great army. An exceeding great army. This is the Tell Like It Is show. This is Ben Simons. I'm trying my best to fill in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. And um, I believe he will be back next Sunday. So thankful for all of you listening tonight. Um, Sister Yvonne, we, we love her. And, and Brother Johnson, he is such an encourager. Even when you're doing a terrible job, Brother Johnson is just a very encouraging guy, and thank you for that. Um, so many of you listening tonight. Um, we've got Chris and Carrie and the kids are listening way out, and, way out on the beach, or in Beach, North Dakota. And we're happy to have you listening tonight. Speaking to the dry bones tonight, you can live. You can live in Jesus' name.
to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast coming to you from Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, we are from the New Life Pentecostal Church. If you would like to visit our church, the address is 501 Elks Drive in Dickinson. And you can visit on Sunday morning. We have Sunday school at 10 o'clock for adults and children. And our worship service is at 11 o'clock. AM every Sunday. Also, our next service is going to be Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m., and that's at the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. If you're from Beach, there is an apostolic midweek service every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. Uh, Brother Joe is the, the pastor there. It's uh, The service is 7.30 every Tuesday night 
also there's an apostolic church in Bowman. The name of that church is Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main is the address. Um, and they have service every Sunday morning, I believe at 10 o'clock. And uh, also their midweek service is Thursday night at 7.30. And um, also in Beulah, North Dakota, you could visit the Truth Community Church. Um, the address to that church is 223rd Street Northwest. They have service Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday at 7.30. Uh, that's the Truth Community Church in Beulah. Uh, if you would like to get more information on the New Life Pentecostal Church or any of these other uh, churches, um, you can call Pastor Bob Simons or email him. His cell number is 701-290-7862. That's 701 701- Two nine zero seven eight six two, or you can email him. His email is Robert Simons fifty eight at gmail dot com. Thank you, Abe. That's right. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show, and um, Ben Simons here. I'm filling in for my dad, Pastor Bob Simons, and um, you know, I just want to encourage somebody tonight. You know, you may think that you're in a hopeless situation. You may think that your life is at a dead end, that there's nothing possible that could change in your life. But I'm telling you, hear the word of the Lord tonight. When you start responding to the word of the Lord, I'll give you a couple practical steps. If you want to hear the word of the Lord, you start coming to church. Come to the New Life Pentecostal Church. You will hear the word of the Lord. Read your Bible every day. You will hear the word of the Lord. And when that starts to happen, You know what? When you start listening to the word of the Lord, you know, the problems in your life that you are facing, that you cannot overcome, you do not have the ability to overcome addiction on your own. You know, that's that's one of the things that, uh, you know, people have to realize that you need help. You need help. And there is help. There is help. When you start to hear the word of the Lord. And these bones start to get put back together from the valley of dry bones and they start to get put back together. And just like it happened on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God wants to live inside of you. That Spirit will empower you to live an overcoming life. We live in a Christian world where it seems like they're constantly beat down. That they're constantly, there's never victory. There's never, there's never hope of, of being victorious over sin. That we're always just this weeping, um, these weeping and sad saints who are just barely getting by. That is not God's intention. God's intention is for us to be a victorious church. People to have conquered things in our life. And the way that you conquer that is to receive the Spirit of God inside of you. And Ezekiel is prophesying or is, is this vision is, is explaining some of this, and it, and it parallels very well to Acts chapter 2, of this rushing mighty wind. In Acts chapter 2, it says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. There was a u- uniting. Ezekiel 37 talks about a unification. There was uniting in Acts chapter 2. And suddenly there came... From heaven a sound of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. The Spirit of God wants to live inside of you. That promise is not dead. That promise is not old. It's for you today. And if if your church doesn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I invite you to the New Life Pentecostal Church because we believe in, in the Holy Ghost. We believe in the in the gifts of the Spirit. And just in church today, we had the gifts of the Spirit in operation. You know this this is this is biblical. This is where the power of God is to change people, change things that cannot be changed. Do things that cannot physically happen. And God wants to help you. God wants to fill you with His Spirit. He wants you to live an over 
coming life. <clears throat> this is the Tell Like It Is radio show, and I'm so glad that you stuck with me tonight and that you are listening to me. I want to just encourage somebody tonight. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. It doesn't matter how low you've gone or, or whether you are a stand-up citizen, but you still think you're, you're stuck in a hopeless end. God wants to give you hope. God wants to give you a chance to live, to truly live fulfilled. That, um, you know, the promise of the Holy Ghost, we, we, we see how Peter on the day of Pentecost, he preached just a beautiful message of the, the gospel story with, you know, of, of the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the response to that gospel and the people asked, hey, how do we respond to that gospel message? Peter, what do we do about this? And in Acts chapter 2 and verse 37 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want somebody to hear the word of the Lord tonight. You need to repent of your sins. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name. That's the only saving name, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Ghost will empower you to live life to its fullest. And it says, For the promise is not is to you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You know, this promise was not just to a, to a, a first century church. This promise is to you. This promise is to me. And I'm so thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost. And um, God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. He wants you to live. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tell Like It Is radio show. I, uh, God bless you, and uh, God just keep you. And Pastor Simons, Pastor Bob Simons, will be with you next week. And uh, so thank, thank you much for letting me fill in tonight. And um, Lord bless you. You are my joy in the
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.